This is Masechet Megillah, Daf Lamed. We are on Daf Kaftet Amud Bet, on the second line from the bottom of the Amud, about four lines from the end of the line, where it says, Itmar, it was stated, Chaliot We're talking about here Parashat Shkalim. Now, Parashat Shkalim is the beginning of Parashat Kitisa, which follows Parashat Titzaveh and precedes Parashat Vayakel. So, we're, when Parashat Shkalim comes out in the week of Vyatat Titzaveh, that means that Vyatat Titzaveh would be read... And then for the maftir, or for the reading of Shkalim, you would basically be just reading the next parasha in order after parasha Titzaveh. So I'm Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha, Kau Shitab Beveata Titzaveh Ad Kitisa, Vechad Bevechitisa Ad Veasita. So Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha says, look, we have six people who will read Aviata Titzaveh until Kitisa. In other words, they should read all of parasha Titzaveh with just six readers because then they. they counted the maftir as number seven. They didn't count, they didn't have like we have, where we have seven readers and then a maftir. They had the maftir as number seven. So he says, read Parashat Titzaveh, six readers, and then the seventh reader will be the beginning of Kitisa. Okay, Ad Ve'asita, until Ve'asita, which is where you read for uh, Parashat Shkalim, just the first paragraph, basically, of, of Parashat Kitisa that talks about the giving of the Machatzit Shekel. But Amar Abayabai says, Am- Amrei people will think, They'll just think that you continued on, because you read Parashat Titzavah, you continued into Parashat Kitisa. They'll just think that Parashat Titzavah ends a paragraph later than if they thought. What they really have to do is read all of Parashat Titzavah and the first paragraph of Parashat Kitisa, and then V'chad Tanei and then number seven goes back and repeats then he has to repeat the part of Kitisa to show that it's being read not just as part of the regular reading but as Parashat Shkalim. There is an objection to that. What happens if the Parashat Shkalim, the week of Shabbat Shkalim, falls out either in the Parasha right before it or right after it? So it says you read it and you repeat it. So it makes a sense according to Abayeh because Abayeh says that if the Parashat Shkalim is in the Parasha that immediately follows the Parasha of the week, into Kitisa. So you read the par- part of, par- of Kitisa and you repeat it. So, it's difficult because there's no repeating. So, does it really work for Abaye either? Because it works after, it works before. In other words, when you have Parashat Kitisave, that's before Kitisa and you're running into Kitisa. So, according to Abaye, you keep going and then you repeat. But when it's before, in other words, when Parashat Shkalim, is the parasha prior to the current parasha that you're reading. You're reading parasha Vayakel. So what case would that be? Why would you have to repeat anything? It doesn't make any sense. What kind of repeating we're talking here? Kofla bishabbatot. That means that even though last week we read Parashat Kitisa and this week we're reading Parashat Vayakel, we go back and repeat the part from Kitisa when Parashat Vayakel is Shabbat Shkalim. The same way is true if Parashat Kitisa, um, if Parashat Titzaveh, is the uh, is Parashat Shkalim. We end up reading Kitisa two weeks in a row because we read it as the Maftir of, of uh, Kitisa. I'm sorry, of, of Titzaveh. And then we read it as the regular Parasha in the following Shabbat, meaning it'll end up being, it'll end up appearing two weeks in a row in different contexts. One as the Parasha of the week and one as the Maftir. What happens if Parashat Shkalim actually falls out on Parashat Kitisa? So actually it's literally the Parasha of the week. So how do we distinguish it from the regular reading? Am Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha Karushita Min Ve'asita he says, you know what you should do? You should start at the second paragraph of Parashat Kitisa. Read all the way to the end, to the next parasha, and then read the first paragraph of Parashat Kitisa, which is Parashat Shkalim. 
So it says, wait a second, Matkif Abayabai says, wait a second, they're just going to think you read out of order and you skipped the paragraph in the beginning and you had to go back and fix it. Abayabai says, no, Karushita he says, what you have to do is have the entire Parashav Kitisa read, and then the last reader goes back and reads the first paragraph again as Parashat Shkalim. And in fact, there's a writer that supports what Abaye says, because it says, if Parashat Shkalim falls out in Parashat Kitisa, you read the entire Parasha, and then you go back and repeat the beginning part as, as Parashat Shkalim. When it falls out in the middle of the week, then we go back to the previous Shabbat. In other words, if, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls in the middle of the week, then the previous Shabbat is the uh, Parashat Shkalim Shabbat. It was stated, Rosh Chodesh Adar Shchaliot Be'eruv Shabbat. What if it falls out on Erev Shabbat? So Rav, Amar, Makdimin. So Rav says, look, it doesn't make a difference. If, the, uh, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls in the middle of the week, even including Friday, we go to the previous Shabbat to do Parashat Shkalim. Rosh Amar, Machrin. Rosh says, in that case, when it's Erev Shabbat, we just do the Parashat Shkalim on the following day. We don't go all the way back to the previous Shabbat. Rav, Amar, Makdimin, Rav says, look, you're supposed to have a full two weeks between when you read part... Barashat Shkalim, and when they start putting out the tables to collect the Machatzit Shekel, which is on the 15th of Adar. If you don't go, if you go forward one day, in other words, if you end up reading it on the 2nd of Adar, because, because Rosh Chodesh Adar is the first, uh, you know, is the first day, obviously, and it's a Friday, and so you're reading it on the 2nd day of Adar, so then you end up, uh, that it's, uh, the, you don't give them a full two weeks in advance, because two weeks later is the 16th. Ushmoel Amar Machrin. Shmuel says, no, that's not true. We, we can push it later. Why? Because Amar Lach. Sof, sof. Chamezar b'malei Shabbata. Mikla, it's going to turn out that if Rosh Chodesh Adar is actually on a Friday, so it's going to turn out that... Uh, that uh, that the fifteenth of Adar falls out on a Friday. And then the tables for collecting machatzit shekel are not going to come out till Sunday anyway because they're not going to open up that activity on a Friday. So it doesn't. You don't lose any time to make it a day later. So you might as well make it a day later. You'll still get the full two weeks advance notice for the machatzit shekel. It's not. It was learned, we learned in a mishnah. If it falls in the middle of the week, meaning if if Rosh Chodesh falls in the middle of the week, then we go back one Shabbat. And then we skip the following Shabbat, meaning that since now there's a large uh, gap of time between uh, the reading of Parashat Shkalim and Purim, we have to skip a Shabbat in that case before we do Shabbat Zachor. So my lava filo Erev Shabbat, doesn't that mean that even if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls on Erev Shabbat, we still go back all the way to the previous Shabbat to read Parashat Shkalim? No, betocha Shabbat Davka. No, it only means in the middle of the week. But if it's Friday, we go to the next day. We don't go all the way back. Like Shmuel, Tashima, come and listen. Ezoi Shabbat Rishona. What's the first Shabbat of these four parashiyot where we read Parashat Shkalim? Whichever week Rosh Chodesh Adar falls in the middle of. In other words, if we know that the upcoming week contains Rosh Chodesh Adar, then we read on this Shabbat, Parashat Shkalim, V'afilo Be'erev Shabbat, even if it's Erev Shabbat. My love, V'afilo Be'erev Shabbat, Um Yad Tocha. Doesn't that mean that even if it falls on an Erev Shabbat, it's the same as if it falls on the other day of the week? That Ma'at Tocha Makdimin, just like if it falls on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we go back to the previous Shabbat to read Parashat Shkalim, Erev Shabbat Makdimin. So too, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls on Friday, we go all the way back to the previous Shabbat. Amashmuel, Ba. Really, what it should say is Ba. In other words, that Rosh, that Rosh Chodesh fell out on the Shabbat, not that it fell. On the uh, on erev uh, Shabbat, v'chein tanad v'rabi Shmuel ba, and and so too did the yeshiva of Shmuel say ba that it's on it. In other words, in that case, um, the in that case, and Rashi explains that um, when it says betocha, it doesn't mean in the middle of the week, but it means in on Shabbat itself. 
or Erev Shabbat. So we go on that Shabbat, meaning it's, it's saying that um, he's reading it the opposite of how we were reading it. He's not saying that if the week ahead contains Rosh Chodesh Adar, you go back to the previous Shabbat to read Parashat Shkalim. What it means is that if that whatever week, whatever Shabbat Rosh Chodesh Adar falls on, or the Erev Shabbat, that Shabbat is the one that you read Parashat Shkalim, meaning even if Rosh Chodesh was on the Erev Shabbat of that Shabbat, meaning it was the day before, since Rosh Chodesh fell out on Friday, the next day becomes Parashat Shkalim day, uh, as Shmuel said. Katanai, we have, it's actually a machloket tanaim in the end, because it says misargin Shabbatot, we skip Shabbatot Rabbi Yehuda Nasi. Rabbi Yehuda Nasi says that, Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar Omer, en misargin. Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar says we don't. Amar Shimon ben Lazar, en matayani Omer, en misargin. When do I say we don't skip Shabbatot b'zman shechal ligot b'erev Shabbat? That's if it falls on Erev Shabbat. Aval b'zman shechal ligot b'tocha Shabbat. But if it falls in the middle of the week, magdim v'koreh mi Shabbat Shavra. Afalpi shushvat. So in other words, according to, this is exactly what we're talking about here, that Rabbi Shimon ben Al-Azhar is saying that uh, when do we not skip? If it falls out on Erev Shabbat, if it falls in the middle of the week, the Rosh Chodesh, so then we go back to the previous Shabbat. But if it falls on Friday, we push it, we make, uh, we make Shabbat Shkalim the following day. We don't go all the way back a week. Whereas Rabbi Yudah Nasi in this, um, uh, Rabbi Yudah Nasi is following the position of uh, of Rav, that even if it falls on Erev Shabbat, we still go all the way back to the previous Shabbat to call it Parashat Shkalim. Bishniya Zachor, the second Shabbat in the list is Parashat Zachor. So itmar, it's, it was stated, Purim Shechaliyot Be'erev Shabbat. Again, we have a similar issue. What happens if Purim falls in Erev Shabbat? We know that, it, that we read Parashat Zachor, the Shabbat before Purim. What if it falls in Erev Shabbat? Rav Amar Makdimin, Parashat Zachor. We go back to the previous Shabbat to read Parashat Zachor. Shmuel Amar Machrin, Shmuel says, no, since Purim is Erev Shabbat, just read it the next day. Rav Amar Makdimin, Kehechid Latikdom Asiel Zechira, because we don't want to have the celebration of Purim to be um, before the remembrance of Amalek. So we have to have that even if, that if Purim is on a Friday, we have to read Parashat Zachor the week before. Shmuel says it doesn't matter because it's okay because since the people who lived in the walled cities and they celebrate Purim on the 15th of Adar anyway are celebrating it on that Shabbat. So you have simultaneous, you'll simultaneously have Parashat Zachor being read as well as Purim being observed by those who observe it on the 15th of Adar. So it's no problem. Tenan, we learned in the Mishnah B'Shniya Zachor. It says that on the second Shabbat of the list, it is Parashat Zachor. But when the Rosh Chodesh falls on Shabbat, Mikla Purim Ber Shabbat, right? The case that the Mishnah is actually talking about, where Rosh Chodesh Adar falls on Shabbat, and therefore Parashat Shkalim is on Shabbat, that is exactly the case where Purim is going to fall on Erev Shabbat, obviously, because it's 14 days later, two weeks later, right? And yet it says the second week is Parashat Zachor, which tells you that what? That actually, um, you're going to, uh, in that case, you're going to read, that supports Rav, that you're going to read on the second Shabbat, the Shabbat right after uh, Parashat Shkalim is going to be Parashat Zachor, which means even though Purim is falling on a Friday, we pull the reading of Zachor all the way back to that second Shabbat in the list. Just means the second one after the interruption. Meaning to say, it doesn't necessarily mean that you, uh, that you, um, uh, that you read Parashat Zachor, that you push it back, it could be that, um, that, in, that we're talking about a case where you, where you, uh, we're talking about the inter- that there's an interruption, the second Shabbat meaning the Shabbat after the interruption, that there's going to be an interruption because since Parashat Shkalim was read on Shabbat, the next Shabbat, we would not read Parashat Zachor according to Shmuel, we would read on the following Shabbat, that will be the, the Shabbat after the interruption, but it doesn't mean that literally you're going to have them both in a row in that case, because since Purim falls on Friday, according to Shmuel, you're going to push Parashat Zachor to the Shabbat. Tashma, come and listen. 
איזו שבת שנייה, כמו שאכלתי עוד פורים, שאכל פורים יום בתוכה. What is the second שבת? Whatever שבת has in the week ahead, פורים. ואפילו בערב שבת, even if פורים falls in ערב שבת, מה ילב ערב שבת ומיד בתוכה. Doesn't that mean that if ערב שבת is the same as if פורים falls in the middle of the week, that מה תוכה מקדימין, just like if any other day of the week, פורים falls out in the middle of the week, we bring the פרשת זוכר to the previous שבת, אף ערב שבת מקדימין, even if it falls out on Friday, we still pull פרשת זוכר all the way back to the previous שבת. אמר שמואל, בא. שמואל says no, you have the wrong language, it should say בא, and וכן תנא דבר בשמואל בא. In other words, what it should say is, if פורים fell on שבת, or Erev Shabbat, so then you read Parashat Zachor on that Shabbat, or on that Erev, uh, or uh, you read it on that Shabbat, meaning it's not saying that if the, the week after this, after the Shabbat has Purim in it, then you pull Parashat Zachor back to that Shabbat. It's saying if Purim falls on Shabbat, then you read Parashat Zachor on that Shabbat, and even if Purim falls on Erev Shabbat, you still read it the following day on that Shabbat. So Shmuel and Rav, their argument stands. What happens if Purim falls on Shabbat itself? According to everyone, we don't make Parashat Zachor earlier if Purim, if the 14th of Adar actually falls on Shabbat. Rav Nachman said, it's still a machloket, because Rav is still going to say that you have to pull Parashat Zachor to before Purim. Similarly, it was stated, Rabbi Chiba, Rabbi Amar, Rabbi Abba, Amar Rav, Purim Shechal, if the 14th of Adar falls on Shabbat, you have to read Parashat Zohor the previous Shabbat, not that Shabbat. So that's in accordance with Rav, that in all cases Rav is going to say that you have to bring Parashat Zohor to the Shabbat before Purim, not the Shabbat that coincides with Purim. Now as Rashi explains, he notes that we don't have any case where the 14th of Adar falls out on Shabbat anymore. That doesn't happen in our current calendar, so this is not an issue at all. And, but the halacha is that even if Purim falls on Erev Shabbat, we still read Parashat Zohor the Shabbat before, not the Shabbat of. Meaning not the Shabbat following, even though that Shabbat following is, hap, happens to be the 15th of Adar next is actually Purim. The third Shabbat on the list is the Shabbat of Paraduma, where we read the Shabbat Para. Whichever Shabbat follows Purim is called the Shabbat of Para. It was stated in Rabbi Chama Bar Chanina. He said that it's the Shabbat that comes before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Again, it depends. If Rosh Chodesh Nisan falls on Shabbat, then the Shabbat before that is going to be Parashat Parah. But if Rosh Chodesh Nisan falls in the middle of the week, so that means that the Shabbat before the Rosh Chodesh is going to actually be Parashat Chodesh. And the Shabbat before that will be Parashat Parah, which is going to be the Shabbat after Purim. The fourth Shabbat on the list of the special parashiot is a Chodesh Zedlachem, Parashat HaChodesh. Rosh Chodesh Adar, rather, Shechaliot B'Shabbat, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls on Shabbat, Kroin Kitisa, Umaftim B'Yoh Yada. We read the parasha from Kitisa of Shkalim, and we have the Haftorah about Yehoh Yada, Kohen, uh, renovating the Beit HaMikdash. What's considered the first Shabbat? Whichever Shabbat, is followed by Rosh Chodesh Adar or coincides with Rosh Chodesh Adar. Even if Rosh Chodesh falls on the following Friday, we still pull it back and have Shabbat Shkalim, the previous Shabbat. B'Shniyah, second one, Zachor. That's Rosh Chodesh And we read in the Haftarah the story of Shaul uh, trying to destroy Amalek. What's considered the second Shabbat? Whichever week has Purim, in it, even if Purim falls on a Friday, the Shabbat before that, that's how we understand it, is Parashat Zachor. 
בשלישית, או שבת זכור, בשלישית פרה אדומה, ומפטירין וזרקתי עליכם. So we, we read about the purification and the throwing of purifying waters upon the Jewish people, that's the, uh, that's the haftara for פרשת הפרה, uh, but the, um, the idea is that, um, that, uh, that whatever week has... Um, the third week on the list, that's Parashat Parah. And what's defined as that? Vezohi Shabbat Shlishit, whichever Shabbat follows Purim is going to be the parasha of, uh, the parasha, Parashat Parah. And, uh, the fourth Shabbat is, Achodesh Zelechem Osh Chodashi. It's called Parashat Achodesh. Umaftirin, Koma Rashim Elohim, Barashim Bechad Achodesh. And we read Haftarah about the eventual Beit HaMikdash, reinstatement of the Beit HaMikdash and how it's going to function. That's special Haftarah for Parashat Achodesh. Ve'ezo'i Shabbat Revit, what's considered the fourth Shabbat in that case. It's Kosh Chad Rosh Chodesh Kitzav Le'opetocha. Whichever week has Rosh Chodesh in it, Rafael Be'er Shabbat, even if Rosh Chodesh falls on Erev Shabbat, the previous Shabbat will be what's called Parashat or Shabbat HaChodesh. Now Rashi here has a very long uh, Rashi, which actually makes this Amud very short, where it describes the different days on which Rosh Chodesh Adar can fall out, which are only Shabbat, Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, and how that affects the outcome of when the various Parashiyot will be read. Um, and whether there will be any interruptions in the reading um, of the where that where the interruptions will occur in the reading, and he, he goes through all the details, and only in one circumstance, which is where uh, where the um, the parasha falls out, where the Rosh Chodesh falls out on Friday, do you end up having two interruptions in the sequence of the uh, of the four parashiot of the month of Adar. But our rule is that we always read Parashat Zachor before Purim, meaning the Shabbat before Purim, no matter when Purim falls. We always read Parashat Chodesh on the Shabbat before Rosh Chodesh Nisan, unless Rosh Chodesh Nisan itself falls on Shabbat. Um, and that's uh, even if Rosh Chodesh Nisan falls on Erev Shabbat. And we read Parashat Shkalim on the Shabbat before or coinciding with Rosh Chodesh Adar, even if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls on uh, Friday, we still pull it back to the previous Shabbat. After these four readings, we go back to the regular order. What order do we go back to? Rabbi Ami Amar, Rabbi Ami says that we go back to the order of Parashiyot. In other words, according to him, when you have these special Shabbatot, you don't read the regular Parashat HaShavua at all. You only read these special Parashiyot. However, Rabbi Yirmiyah the Seder Aftarot, Rabbi Yirmiyah says, no, it's the Seder Aftarot we go back to. In other words, we were always reading the regular parasha. We just had this as an extra reading and a different haftara. We go back to the regular haftarot after the four parashat. Amar Rabbi Abai says, Kivated Rabbi Amim, Mr. Pad. Makes more sense like what Rabbi Ami says. Why? Because it's not, Lechol Mavsikim, because it says we interrupt for everything. The Rosh Chodashim, Lechanukah, Lepurim, Letan Yod, Lemaamadot, Leyom Kipurim. It lists all the things that we interrupt the regular Torah reading for. Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah, Purim, Fast Days, Ma'amadot, which are the readings that were done by those who were representing the Jewish people in, uh, in Yerushalayim for the Korbanot or who gathered in their respective cities to pray for the acceptance of the Korbanot. And on Yom Kippur, we interrupt the regular reading. It makes sense if you say that we push aside the regular reading for the sake of uh, the reading of the special days, because we see, we know that, let's say, uh, on Chanukah, we don't read, uh, on the Monday of Chanukah, we don't read the Parashat HaShavua on Monday morning. We don't read the Parashat HaShavua on Thursday morning. If a fast falls out, we don't read the fast day 
reading on, in the morning. We don't, if Purim falls, no matter, on a Monday or Thursday, we don't read that Monday or Thursday's reading, etc., etc. We push them off for the sake of the special day. But according to the view of Rabbi Yirmiya, it's speaking, when it says we go back to the order, it means the order of Haftarot. There's no Haftarot on any of these days, so what would it mean to interrupt and reinstate the Haftarot for any of these days? We don't have Haftarot on these days. Rabbi Yirmiya will tell you, depends. If we're talking about weekday, where the reading is short, and you have a small reading, and so you have to replace the reading with a special reading. But on Shabbat, you don't have to do that. So what changes on Shabbat? We have an additional reading and a different Haftarah. Right? When it comes to the fast days, why do you have to have an interruption? You could actually just read the regular Torah reading in the morning, and, uh, and in the afternoon read the fast day Torah reading. So you could get the best of both worlds. Why do you have to displace the reading of the weekday for the sake of the fast. So it says, We see from here, support for Then in the morning was a gathering time. They didn't have a Torah reading in the morning on fast days. They would gather together to do some introspection and soul searching on the community level. What did they do? From the morning until half of the day. For the first half of the day, from the very early morning till midday, they would analyze everything going on in the city and see if there's anything that they could fix, repair, improve, and so on. Correct. Um, and uh, this was the soul searching. For the next quarter of the day, they would they would read. Um, it should say They would read the sefer Torah and they would read the haftorah for the next um, uh, quarter of the day. And the last quarter of the day, then they would pray. This is talking about in the times of Ezra. So for half, so for a quarter of the day, they were. Uh, they were reading from the, uh, the Sefer Torah. And then, and for the other quarter of the day, they were praying and confessing to Hashem. So you see that they had Torah reading and they had prayer in the afternoon, but they had no time for any Torah reading in the morning. So that's why the Taniyot, that's why the fast day will push off the Torah reading of the, of the regular weekday, because then they didn't actually have a Torah reading in the morning. If they had a Torah reading in the morning, then they would have, they could have read the regular Torah reading. But since there is no Torah reading in the morning, they only end up hearing the fast day reading in the afternoon. Now, why can't I switch around and say that the Torah reading should be in the morning and the soul searching and the stuff should, other stuff should be in the afternoon? Because it says, because it says, uh, to me, all of, they all gathered. Everybody who was very, um, uh, uh, vigilant and, and, uh, passionate about the word of Hashem, al about the, uh, crimes of the, uh, of the, the uh, of the exile, meaning the fact that they had intermarried. And I was sitting in shock and sad until the afternoon time. And when it came to the time of Mincha, then it says he got up from his fast, etc. Um, and the conclusion of the fast. So the point was that, uh, and, uh, and then he prayed. It says that he prayed at the end of the Pasuk. So the point is that the prayer happened in the afternoon. The soul searching and reflection was in the morning. So that's why it displaces the Torah reading. If we had Torah reading in the morning and the afternoon, then you'd be right. You could end up having both. You could have the Torah reading, regular Torah reading in the morning, and you could have the special Torah reading of Tanit in the afternoon. But since we ha- don't have a regular Torah reading in the morning on those fast days, 
Um, therefore, we miss out on the regular Torah reading. We only have the afternoon one. Of course, the question is, nowadays, that our custom is that we do have a Torah reading in the morning. How come we push aside the regular Torah reading for the sake of the fast reading? That's something, an interesting topic to investigate and consider.